Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Beloved, we are welcome to episode 5 of season 3 of Biblical Phonesis. In the previous episode, we addressed God-giving capability. We noted that these, these tools that we call God-giving capability are basically three. They are spiritual and natural gifts, passion and temperament. We further explain in episode 4 of Sincere of BP that the purpose of spiritual and natural is to produce special abilities for leadership in every one of us. In the episode, we also align the idea that passion gives direction and motivation for leadership. While temperaments showcase the styles of behavior of a leader. In sum, a leader's God-given capability and special ability that is given at natural or spiritual birth, not for self-aggrandizement but for ministry. However, every great leader has to ease or her God-given capabilities as a profitable servant of the Most High God. In other words, great leaders develop other tools that help the work of the ministry in the church or outside the church. So, beloved, in this episode, we turn to the leaders' developed capabilities by attempting to answer what are the developed capabilities required by a leader. What capabilities should a leader develop to help the work of the ministry in the church and outside the church? Beloved, the leaders' developed capability includes soul work, which is the character, head work, which is the knowledge, and work which is the skills and artwork which is the emotions so develop capability among others benefits the followers and the leaders they enhance the strength of a person and cancel out all the weakness of that person so let's go through these four capabilities that is mandatory for a leader to develop if you want to be great and be effective number one is so work so work is akin to the leader's character. The character of a person is the summation or the total, the totality of the good and bad qualities of such an individual. The character reflects the being and dictates the behavior. And so character, as mentioned in the previous episode of Biblical Phronesis, is the foundation of Christian leadership. It is therefore something that is important central to every one of us as christian leaders and children of god the bible especially the new testament emphasized godly character apostle paul underscored this importance in his communication with his protege timothy with the statement train yourself to be godly that is in first timothy 4 7 as an illustration beloved if we are if we ask what are the character qualities that a pastor needs to lead a church? We always turn to New Testament texts. For example, 1 Timothy 3, 1-7, 1 Timothy 3, 1-7, Titus chapter 1, verse 6-9, to and 1 Peter 5-2 for direction. These verses provide credible features or characteristics for pastors today, for deacons today. For workers today, for every born again child of God in leadership position. Even though some 
of us today, we tend to ignore them. In these verses, we will note that when we are tasked with leading a church or the flock of God or a fellowship, we must be temperate, we must be self-controlled. It is not optional, we must be re respectable, we must be hospitable, we must be teachable, we mustn't be given to drunkenness, we must not be violent, rather we should be gentle, we must not be very quick to quarrel, we must not be lovers of money, we can't serve God and mammon, we must not mishandle our home, we must never be a new convert, or else we make errors. We must be someone of good reputation in our community if we desire all these positions of overseers, pastors, deacons, and ministers, according to several biblical texts in the New Testament. We must have what is good, we must have what is good and godly in ourselves, and people must see it. We must be upright and holy and disciplined. We must embrace Sardotry, Titus 1, 6-9. Even at the expense of our personal comfort, we must embrace Sardotry. Competence. Being reliable and teachable, according to 2 Timothy 2, 2, is not negotiable. In fact, a lack of teachability is, is tantamount to a cardinal sin because a leader that stops learning cannot lead. Leaders are always learners. Now, number two is head work, which is knowledge. Some of these things we have highlighted them in previous episode of BP. Without vision, the Bible says people perish. Without knowledge, also people perish. Without knowledge, a leader can lead others astray. So, beloved, knowledge is the leader's head work. You use your head. A leader must put his or her head to work when you are leading the flock of God or you are leading in secular environment. Knowledge is the information that we apply to every situation, especially leadership situation. That is why God said to Moses and Aaron in Exodus 4.15, Exodus 4.15, I will help both of you speak and we teach you what to do. In effect, competent and credible leaders know what to do at every crossroad. Beloved, great leaders therefore use their intellectual capacity gained formally and their expression knowledge gained in ministerial work and intuitive knowledge to advance the kingdom agenda. The knowledge question for the leader is what do I need to know to lead in this ministry assignment when we are given a task? The answer to this question will include some of the following, I will highlight about five to six points. Number one, such a leader must know God intimately, not from afar. Such a leader must understand himself or herself. We have addressed this in biblical furnaces. Such a leader needs to understand people and how to relate to them, how to work with them. We also need to know the Bible, the word of God, because it's the light. We need to understand spiritual life and how to live it. Living it through the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, is very clear on that. We need to understand how to preach and teach and practicalize it, not just say it. We need to understand how to think and act in a godly manner. What comes off our mouth must be salt and not poison. 
We need to know how to develop leaders at every level of our church or department or, ad or, or, or administrative assignment. But sadly, we have to note it. Some of us only know how to talk, especially how to talk down to people when we are in positions of authority. Number three, work that you must develop and we must develop because I have to develop myself. Number three is skills. Psalm 78 verse 72 says that David led his people not with integrity of arts, which his character also work alone, but with skillful hands. Therefore, a skill is the ability to use one's knowledge to perform a particular task, not just perform it, you perform it well. It is the application of knowledge, what you know, to a leadership situation. Why? Because skills are needed to enhance the work of God and the assignment he has even given us in the circular. They are required to improve the weakness of a leader so that the Lord Almighty will give the grace to cancel that weakness away. The leadership question for us in this regard is what skills will I need to lead a church if I'm a pastor, for example. The answer is twofold. Principally, we need two skills. The pastor will need both relational and task skills. Relational skills are captured in the great commandment, Matthew 22, 36-39. Matthew 22, 36-39. That says, love God and your neighbor. That is the great commandment. It means we must be relationally skillful. Relational skills are vital because leaders in churches were leading people, not machines, not robots. These skills are not limited to listening, having good listening abilities, not just talking and listening to yourself. Some of us lock our voices too much. Networking, decision making, problem solving, conflict resolution, encouraging, team building, trust building, and motivation. All these are essential to moving our people forward. The entire skills are captured in the Great Commandment, or in the Great Commission, rather, not in the Great Commandment, in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19-20, which is about making disciples of every of all nations. These are not limited to, of course, what we know very well, preaching and teaching and doing mission work. Number four, the final, the final work that every leader must develop, must work on it. It is at work, which is our emotions and the emotions of others. We must be emotionally intelligent. The Bible recalls that Moses was the meekest among men in his time. That's what the Bible says. But Moses lost it, not just once, but several times due to emotional outbursts because he was not able to master his emotions. In Exodus 32.19, for instance, in Exodus 32.19, Moses lost it while leading the Israelites when he saw them dancing to a calf, an idol, which is contrary to what they have been told. His anger was red hot, and he destroyed what he has suffered to bring for them, what he has brought, the tablet he has brought for their good. He destroyed it in anger. This short account of Moses shows that the leader's emotion is critical to spiritual well-being of that leader and the, the others following the leader. In fact, beloved, the lack of emotional intelligence 
is linked to the reason perhaps Moses never saw the promised land physically. So in addition, a leader's emotion affects modes, which is contagious. The mode in an environment is contagious. Mode can spread quickly in a church or in any work organization. For instance, a good mode characterized by optimism, authenticity, and inspiration will positively move the work forward, whether it's a secular work or a church work. The opposite is always the case for a bad mode. A bad mode characterized by negativity, pessimism and fear, anxiety, humiliation, and harshness will creep with a church in no time and damage the people in that particular environment. In short, leaders must understand and manage their emotions and that of others close to them to establish a healthy mode in the church or in the work environment. So with the power of the Holy Spirit, leaders should recognize and address negative emotions and address them promptly with several biblical verses in the New Testament. We have Ephesians 4, 26-33, Ephesians 4, 26-33 for anger, Philippians 4, 6-7 for worry, Philippians 4, 6-7 for worry, and 2 Corinthians 4 for discouragement and others, to, just to mention a few. So let us conclude, beloved. We have about 6-7 to seven BP in this episode, and we'll run through them quickly. Number one, we are taking the number one right from our previous episode, episode four of this season. With God giving and developed capability, God giving and developed capability, ordinary fellows, ordinary leaders can become better leaders when we build upon the capability God has given unto us. We can become better at what we do in our area of assignment. Number two, a leader can be strong only if character, which is so work, is strong. And in other words, a leader will be weak if character is poor. We need to note that. Number three, people will not follow for very long a leader with poor character. Why? Because poor character ruins credibility. It destroys credibility. Number four, if a person is unteachable, he or she is not a leadership material. We need to know that before we make that appointment. Don't make appointment because somebody doesn't have a job or is hungry. No, 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 no. You must check if you are putting a square peg in a square hole. Praise the Lord. Still on number four, we will note that if someone is teachable, he will be vulnerable when he has made wrong, and he will be correct. The one will correct him, or he correct himself or herself. Not someone that will do wrong, but keep saying, "I cannot be wrong." But that fellow is human being, flesh and blood, is not God. Number five, knowledge has been and will always be part of God's preparation for leadership. We must never despise knowledge. When you see a leader that has inferiority complex around people that are better than him, you must run for that leader. Because knowledge is part of God's preparation for leadership. Number six, relational skills are based on the great commandment. Matthew 22, 36-39, we mentioned it. Most leaders ignore them. 
they ignore relational, relational skills. They focus only on task skills, which is based on Matthew 28, 19-20. So, our last BP for this episode is Servant leaders leading like Jesus always combine relational and task skills to make impact. Beloved, let us pray. Father, thank you for giving us various capabilities through, through spiritual gifts, passion, and faith. Lord, help us to develop capabilities and credible servant leaders in Jesus' name. Father, improve our soul work with our character, our head work with our knowledge, our hand work with our skills. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us. Uh, they will do Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platform on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed. In the mighty name of Jesus.